Hey guys, Juliana here. Welcome, finally, to another episode of Cherry Picking. I got to start this one by explaining myself a little bit. I need to make some excuses for why you haven't heard new episodes recently. The last three weeks or so, I've actually been in China on tour for my signature shoe, yelling stuff like this in clubs across the Far East. It's been a real whirlwind of a trip. I've missed a lot of dunks and airballed some threes. Definitely ready to go home. Okay, okay, that's what Clay Thompson has been up to. Summer of Clay in full effect. Summer of Jewels is a little bit less glamorous. I visited my family in Washington, D.C. I've been doing summertime shy stuff. A couple Saturdays ago, I logged something like 24,000 steps just roaming around the city. I saw a couple movies, rewatched the entire first two seasons of The O.C. I really miss Ryan Atwood. And on top of everything, I've been kind of sick. But I've mainly been lazy and neglectful of my loyal cherry-picking audience, but no longer. I'm serious when I say doing this pod is my favorite activity, so I'm genuinely sorry that I haven't been cranking out as many episodes. But I'm back, baby, ready to once again dominate your airwaves. I didn't grow up in a strict household, and I'm the third-born child, so my parents were at a level of we don't give a fuck by the time I was born. But my sisters and I had three things we weren't allowed to do. We weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. I've never seen an episode. We weren't allowed to watch Roseanne. Too many put-downs. The wholesomeness of Full House was much more our speed, and we weren't allowed to play video games. We sneakily played a Game Boy Color for a couple months over one summer, We only played Tetris, and when my mom found out about it, she made us return it to the friend who lent it to us in the first place. Since I'm kind of a grown-up now, I don't have to adhere to these authoritarian guidelines, but I still don't know very much about video games. My friends at home got on a Mario Kart kick a couple summers ago, and I'd play sometimes, but almost always I'd end up in the Rainbow Road abyss. I played NBA 2K once with an 8-year-old boy I was babysitting. He kicked my ass. It was not that fun. Once I played FIFA with my cousin, and I liked that a lot, and I wasn't that bad, but it just didn't stick. In my family's later years, we actually got a Wii, but once we figured out how to play tennis, sitting on the couch, the novelty sort of wore off. Gaming and esports is exploding right now. With an already existing loyal fan base, it's only growing in popularity. A lot of people think it's the future of sports. And since I'm essentially video game illiterate, I invited my Medill sister, Yifan Wu, on this episode to give me an esports education and talk about her experience, gaming and otherwise. A little bit about Yifan. She's on the sports track with me at Northwestern. She's earning her second master's, so she's a real underachiever. She lived in China until she was 20, and she went to the Ohio State. It's the worst thing about her. Yifan is a great pal at Medill and basically an esports expert as far as I'm concerned. And today she's taking me to school. I guess I'll get the controllers. Is that a thing? From our Chicago newsroom, I'm joined now with Yifan Wu. Yifan, thanks for coming on the pod today. Thanks for having me. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, you're not calling in. This is a live in-person interview. 
Well, in my head, I'm calling. Okay, well, even so, if that's the case, you're my yeah. first time caller, so yes. I love it. Congrats to you. Aw, I'll put this on LinkedIn. Yeah, put it on your in your resume. Yes. Uh, so what, we're going to talk about esports today because you are our mm-hmm. resident esports expert here at Medill. I wouldn't say expert, but you're like the I'm like the only person who does it here. So like people just assume I'm an expert. You've really got a monopoly on the esports content I know. here. But esports, it's a it's a unique thing, and mm-hmm. and I'm trying to learn more about it today because it's exploding it's growing it's becoming kind of mainstream so i uh, first thing i <laughs> yeah. say, i guess i guess 20 million dollars a spot i guess the yeah. first thing i kind of want to know about you is yeah. how did you get into esports and gaming in the first place so my mom made a brilliant decision when i was little she was like i think my efun is smart like, she's, like, a really American mom in that kind of way. Like, my kid is special. All the other kids are trash. Okay. So my mom's like, I think Ethan is especially smart. I'm going to let her skip uh, fourth grade and sixth grade, which is, like, a really crazy decision. I was just ADD. I was not, like, really smart. I was not paying attention because I didn't want it. It's not like I knew everything already. So so you skipped fourth and sixth grade in yeah. China. Yes. So you just went third, fifth, seventh? Uh, so I was like third and then fifth and then I was in sixth grade for like a month and my teacher was like calling my mom she was like Ethan's not paying attention in class I don't know what's happening and my mom mom's like, like oh, she's she, a human genius yeah like I'm sure she got sixth grade under control <laughs> let's move on to seventh grade so it was like literally one Friday my mom's like it was like the week of their wedding anniversary okay so this was like October the 12th in 2000 and in 2000. Okay. And it was like that day, my mom, she was like, well, we're uh, not going to school today. I was like, cool, where are we going? She's like, middle school. <laughs> the, what a nightmare. Yeah. It's like, I know. you don't get to go to school. Cool, are we going to go to I think you should say goodbye to anybody. To go to, wow. Yeah, we don't have a mall. <laughs> I don't know. What are you thinking about? That's a fancy know. American thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so when you got to skip those grades, does yeah. that mean you got to skip the horrifying, how horrifying somebody somebody usually looks when they're in the sixth grade? Or? Oh, no, I just look like a just horrifying looking like a fourth grader in like middle school. And I know that you had a boy haircut. Yes, that has been Can like a Can you describe that for us? Uh, it's like bowl cut, but somehow worse. Okay. Yeah, it's like a beaver cut if beaver grew up in rural China. I don't know how if that helps you visualize it. Actually, anybody, it does. Yeah. Anybody who's interested, feel free to go on my Facebook. There's like a Throwback Thursday one okay. where I really, I was like, it was taken when I was 19, but I looked like a nine-year-old little boy. Yeah. So at least I stopped the aging part. Just like, but also I got kicked out of like the girls' room, like the restroom, like a whole bunch of times. Because people were like, get this little boy out of here? Yeah, exactly. There oh was like, you're Danny such DeVito. a little creeper. I love your work. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's you. I was short. I am short. But. Um... My dad's side of family are, like, SEC East. Like, I'm the tallest. I'm a very generous 5'4". Okay. Like, I'm really 5'3 on a good day, but I'm the tallest person on my dad's side of family. So you're, like, Yao Ming of, yeah. of the woos. I was just, like, towering whenever I go there. Um, okay, so back yeah. to back to the gaming and esports. Yeah, so, ADD. Speaking of my so, ADD. So you skip whatever, sixth grade. All of yeah. a sudden your mom's... And fourth grade. And all of a sudden your mom's like, okay, congrats, yeah. you're going to middle school. Yes. So how does the gaming come into that? Sure. So the thing is, like, when you're a little, you know how you have your own group of friends. So I never had a set group of friends. Okay. And the girls always hated me just because I'm, like, so little and they couldn't talk. The big girl talk with me. Because they're, like, four years older. They're talking about peer 
serious. I'm talking about missing teeth. Okay. <laughs> like, so there's always on different this operating gap. on different planes. Here. Exactly. Okay, I get it. Like when you're like 14 year old like Chinese girl, you don't want to talk to the 10 year olds. They're just like way behind. Okay. You start talking about boys, and I'm just like Detective Panda. Like okay. my favorite animated series of all time. So I started hanging out with the guys a little bit more, okay. and in China because most people at that time we didn't have like a PC. We never had gaming console the whole time I was in China. They probably do now. So the only fun that we had is this thing called internet bars. It's not real sketchy. They have all these computers set up over there, and you go there, you spend like probably one dollar or two dollar, like Chinese dollars. So it's not a lot. Like an hour, and you play those like on those computers or whatever they want. So we started going there together, and next thing you know, people are gonna start like you want to make this interesting about bragging rights and how next day at school you got to announce just like yo, I beat all of your asses yesterday at the internet bar. So that's how we started. And what games are you playing when you're there? Counter Strike. Can and it's like a shooter. Okay. Yeah. So basically, it's like a five v five thing, and you make money by killing people. So that's a really good education. Yeah.、Sure. Yeah. You gotta get on your hustle to make money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. That's how I want my kids to learn about like fiscal responsibilities. <laughs> Like, can't just throw them grenades out there like it's nobody's business. You gotta, you have you to gotta be judicious、it. with it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we started playing that. It's like five v five, and you get like a hundred like、uh, health points. And then say if someone hits you with like two bullets, you get like two like fifty. And then it doesn't regenerate, so you only got fifty back. So now you really gotta take your chances. And it's like the terrorists, and then the counter terrorists. It wasn't really a lot of stereotyping. Like the terrorists would just wear like a like a ski mask or something. Okay, they look guys. Very, yeah,、okay. and like some of them have like really just like they look like、uh, Flash Thompson from like the first Spider-Man movie. Okay. Yeah, they just have like really weird hairstyles, like those like European villains in those like eighties like action movie. So it was it was good, and、uh, we just play all day just to smack talk each other. And so one of the things I was trying to understand with、yeah. gaming and stuff is like, what's the appeal? And it sounds like Counter Strike has, you know, it's fun to kind of strategize, and、yeah. there's an element of thinking to it. But then also this sense of community a little too, because you're playing with other people against、yeah. other people. Talk a little bit about like that kind of community. I、gaming、guess. community, I guess. It's not the most supportive community ever. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Okay. It's just like it's all about you and your friends and trying to beat like other people that are less of your friends. Okay. You know, like your acquaintances. Okay. It's my favorite word to use. Okay. G R E word, yes. And、uh, like the next day, you kind of tell the whole school, it's like, yo, we beat them yesterday. Did people like, care? Like when you said、yes. that, was it like a cool thing? Yes. So like, I remember this one guy who was kind of friends with me. An acquaintance,、uh, maybe. In acquaintance, as in like I was like one of the main, like、uh, one of the few privileged kids at a school that had like Harry Potter books. Okay. When it first came out, it was really expensive. It was like thirty dollars a book. So、okay. my mom's like very like you know loving and like again like very American. And, and she、her. thinks that you're like. Deserve to read yeah, Harry Potter. Find the cure for cancer.、So. Yeah, this is like 2001, and she was just like, "Well, these Harry Potter books are. I heard they're good, so here you go." So most people borrow my Harry Potter books at that time.、Um, so he was one of like the people that regularly like borrowing my Harry Potter books. That's that's mostly like the gist of our relationship. Okay. And then so we're friendly. We're not friends. And、okay. then one day we just bump into each other in an internet bar and. Like people would usually like the best players, they get you draft. 
from okay. like a pool of people. So I got drafted into like the other team and just annihilated him that day. I don't know, I was just on a hot streak that day and <laughs> he, he just never spoke to me again. He was like, I don't need your Harry Potter books anymore. You yeah, can't. like, no, actually, he never returned my Goblet of Fire. Wow. Yeah. That's shady. That is shady. And that's a hefty book, too. Yeah, that's but when they really start to I know the plot thickens. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It's uh, like a stew. That would be like the like cream of chicken, like all <laughs> the books. That's in the Harry Potter stew. That yeah. is. That's like, it keeps before everything that, together. Yeah, before that, it's just like broth. That's sure. where it gets like creamy. Yes. Yeah. So when you're playing, are there other girls when I, – because I kind of want to get into, yeah. like, the gender roles of it. Are you kind of an anomaly in that, like, it's an internet bar full of guys who are playing Counter-Strike and you're yeah. just there? Or are there other, like, females in attendance? Most of the time when girls go to internet bars, they will play, like, kind of girlier games. What's, like, a girly like, game? Because, like, you know, shooters are kind of violent. Sure. Some people think they're violent. It was like, we got no guns in China. Like, even the police officers don't have guns. Okay. So it's not like you get to see, like, a gun every day or whatever. Right. But they will play, like, it's like a Korean knockoff of, uh, like, what's the name? Like, Super Mario, like, Kart. Okay. Yeah, it's like, there would be, like, a Korean Mario Kart. They would play that. Okay. And I was just like, well, shooters are fun. It's, like, bigger thrills. You know, I don't throw banana peels at people all the time. <laughs> so you were a few, uh, one of few people girls that, yeah. playing Counter-Strike. And they thought I did that for boys' attention, but I was like, I'm 12 or 16. This is, like, really weird if I'm there for attention. And they might think that I look like a boy because I've got yeah, this horrible exactly. Chinese Bieber haircut. Yeah. So Chinese rural Bieber haircut. China, Not, like, rural, urban. Rural, <laughs> yes. rural Chinese Bieber haircut. Yes. Okay, so what is, like, the perception, then, about um, female gamers? Um, because yeah. are they kind of few and far between now, yeah. or... Are you a yeah. weirdo if you're a girl who likes to game? Like, what's what's that like? Oh, like right now or way back then? Both. Okay, so way back then, because I'm from, like, a Chinese small town. By small town, I mean, like, there's, like, three million of us. <laughs> okay. But small town in that kind of way, like, like when I was, like, in college, we finally had our, our first KFC. Mm-hmm. It's, like, quite an event. Okay. And you go there, you meet half of the people that you went to high school with, like, in a whole <laughs> afternoon. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yes, yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. It's, like, everybody want to avoid in life. They're yeah. going to be there. There's, like, nowhere else to get those, like, fancy coffee flows. Sure, okay. So it's just, like, KFC. <laughs> And there are, like, two of them in our town now, so good for them. Uh, we didn't have, like, Taco Bell. We don't deserve Taco wow. Bell. Yeah. Never thought I would say that out loud. But <laughs> so it's a small town. There's, like, not, like, uh, you basically know everybody knows everybody. Okay. We have, like, a graduating class of 700 people, but I probably know all 700 of wow. them. Wow. Yeah. How, do, how is that? How do you, like, know? Because I had... 200 people in my graduating class, and yeah. I know everybody. But, like, an additional 500 would keep hard. How do you guys know everybody? Uh, so our class schedule is, like, way different than yours. Like, we actually stay in the same class. You're a sign of a class. It depends on when I was little. There was, like, one class I had that was, like, 80 people. Oh, my God. And one instructor? <laughs> yeah. So Jeez. shout out to the teacher who had to handle, For like, real. And 80. like when. I mean, yeah. there's. I read articles all the time about like increased class size. Yeah, it's like increase from eighteen to twenty four. And then there's like class action lawsuit already. And you yeah. had eighty people in a class. Wow. Yes, eighty like second graders. That's like that would be my worst nightmare. That yeah sounds horrible. We had like I'm teachers. Sweating just thinking about that. I know. I'm like kind of sweating, but not really. It's just hot in this. It's just room. chills. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so, like, we would stay in the same classroom, and, like, say, the English teacher will come in, and she goes. 
So the teacher are floating, but we stay in the same classroom. So you basically get to know the people in your class. Okay. And I'm like, weirdly, I was first, like, when I was in high school, I was supposed to be, like, a science major first. And then I was like, no, first I was, like, general when I, like what was this like 10th grade i was a general okay and then 11th grade first half of the year i was like science later i was art and then we made like a special class it's like magnet class like they take the best students and put them all in the same class because they're like they don't want the other people to distract us yeah yeah it's it's the most chinese story of all time (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah basically we had a small community and like none of the other girls wanted to do it because they just like uh, the school wouldn't even like allow us to grow long hair because it would be distracting to the boys. Oh my gosh! I was wow. I didn't know everybody had like a long hair fetish or something okay, going yeah. on. It was just like oh my gosh! It's like yeah. Uh, so like we didn't like most girls would just be good mm-hmm. and focus on studying, and then there's like me. Who, yeah, just... so they really think I'm, like, one of those, like, bad kids. I got good grades, but, like, they think, like, my morality was, like, corrupted <laughs> when I was, like, out there shooting fictional, like, you know, police or terrorists, like, on a computer. So when you came to the United States, you were 20 years old. Yes. What was kind of, was, were you conscious of, like, okay, I'm, and, well, let's explain it a little bit. So yeah. you come to America to go to school. Yeah, coming to America. Exactly like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that yes. is exactly you. But, so you're coming to, and you come to maybe, arguably, one of the most American places you can. You go to Columbus, Ohio to go to Ohio exactly. State. And... Were when you went there, gaming is still like a part of your life, is still like a thing that you're really into. Not initially, because I was really stressed out. Because you're like coming to like a different country, I didn't know anybody in America. I mean, I know Obama's here, but I don't know, know him. <laughs> you're not, he's not on your phone. I get yeah, that, as, but yeah. but was what I'm trying to get at is Out like, a gaming environment well was there one that existed at ohio state or was it something that maybe in the back of your mind you're like maybe i could like get to know people because yeah you know fellow gamers, gamers something like that yeah so i guess both a little bit one of my roommates on my second year at ohio state it was like four quarters like year okay um but like you take the summer off so it was like second year i found this Chris's house it was sketchy from all points of view but one of my roommates like he was uh part of this organization like student organization at ohio state they're called a buckeye land basically you just come together and play games and you got like student representatives like campus ones like just for like microsoft ubisoft all the like companies so basically you get like free t-shirts just for participating so i never want to say no to free stuff sure yeah that's like one of my life principles <laughs> like if you say there's a free t-shirt like just you know like an hour train right away i will be there an yeah. hour on the train? Yeah, I don't care. This is, I, I guess I would just, like, listen to a podcast and, like, call it a day. Yeah, I got time. That's so, anyway, so you're going to yeah. get a free shirt, so you're, like, all Yeah, so I was like, I'll be there. And uh, so I started doing that, mostly because he was, like, trying to recruit people. Like, let's make this a big event. And it was, like, free food, so, of course, I was there. <laughs> also, this other thing is, like, this organization called Major League Gaming. They're bought by Activision Blizzard, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world now. But at the time, their most their headquarter was not like in Columbus, but they had a lot of operation in Columbus. Okay. So a lot of events would just be there, like down at High Street at like Columbus like uh, Convention Center, which is like great. So it's like not too far. I got a friend that worked at like Red Ruffin, and she would just check in all these like pro players, and she would come back to me and she's like, "Oh, do you know this person?" And I was like, "He is famous, you idiot!" <laughs> like. So, yeah, Ohio State was great. Also, Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, there, Yeah, we'll get into that later. 
Yeah. Degroning yeah, will only out, grow from here. Shout out Columbus on this podcast. But Not Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Ohio. You know what? I drove through Ohio and I had this thought that there are so many cities in Ohio that are like named after other cities that are more famous wherever yeah. they like there's like Paris, Ohio. Yeah. Like Los Angeles, Ohio. I'm like there's a Los Angeles. No, I just made oh. that up as an example. But like I'm okay. like get your own city names, Ohio. Like I think know. of something. So now esports is like mm-hmm. gotten super popular and yeah. you can you can literally get a college scholarship to go be on an esports team. Yeah. Where do you kind of as our esports expert in yeah, quotations. Yeah, we're quoting. Where, we're heavy quoting. Where where do you see it kind of going from here? Uh, like, for college-wise, it's really weird because they or have even, a, like, mainstream. Mainstream. Like, you know, you can wa- turn on ESPN some days yeah. and watch, like, an esports yeah. tournament you or something like that. You can turn on TBS and watch it every Friday night, actually. Really? Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. But like, it's where called do you... like the E-League, and it's like based in Atlanta. Like, Turner is doing it. They pour like a lot of money in it. Okay. But weirdly, I think their TV ratings are not as high as their like, internet streaming ratings on okay. Twitch. So, like, that's just kind of how you know where audience base is. Um, I've been asking several players and, like, just people in the industry, I was like, how do they feel about, like, you know, this is on TV and stuff. Some people feel like they don't need a validation anymore. It's just, like, when last year, like, this is not last year, this is, like, 2015, League of Legends, like, world champion, like, their co-current viewership, whatever that means, is actually higher than, like, you know, when your beloved dubs lost to the Cavaliers. Wow, so, like, people, more people watched League of yeah. Legends than watched the Warriors blow a 3-1 lead. But also, this is, like, a good thing about manipulating, like, numbers into a narratives. Uh... People all over the world watch the stream, but I think the numbers they're comparing it to are, like, domestic viewership of okay. the NBA Finals. Okay. So, I mean, if you count the Chinese people, who knows how many. <laughs> there's so many of us. But even, but even there's probably, like, classrooms full of yeah. hundreds of kids in one class. Like, I know. All watching. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 80 of us. Yeah, yes. exactly. And second graders just going crazy. Yeah. So... So, but you still game, like, yourself. You still play a lot? A little bit, but I don't play competitively, mostly because I'm not that good. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. of, like, how do you stack against, like, the LeBron James of esports? Oh, I'm, like, not even, like, a 10-day contract of wow. esports. You're, like, it, not yeah. even in the G League? Are you playing in Europe, maybe? Nah. No? No. Europeans are actually Could you good play, at like, e-sports. Division Two basketball? Could you play, like, Division Two esports, maybe? I would get, like, a D3 no scholarship. Okay. But, okay. like... But, like, mo- here's the thing. Like, most of the scholarships, like, uh, schools in America, they're mostly, like, not really big schools. I think the biggest school school that's, like, giving out scholarships is at UC Irvine, and they're, like, uh, D3 yeah, or D2, are. something yeah. like that. But, like, University of Utah last year, they just made this announcement, like, mm-hmm. first Pac-12 school to jump into this. Yeah. Uh, they are giving out scholarships, but I think like as limited amount mm-hmm. and uh if you win any tournament prize is going to go back to the school program so they can invest in infrastructures don't look at me talk to ncaa wow ncaa of all the shady yeah. things they do that might be that's up there they're not stepping into this though this is just like use themselves because oh, ncaa it's... is like kind of scared to step into this because they don't know what to do with it 
most of the schools that are giving out scholarships right now, they're not even NCAA schools. They're, like, NAIA schools. Okay. So, like, Robert Morris, they're, like, the first one to do it. If you're, like, really good, if you're, like, top zero, like, I think it's, like, 0.02% okay. of, like, League of Legends player, you're, like, rank as a challenger. That's, like, the highest you can get. Okay. So, like, they even send you, like, a bomber jacket when you achieve that rank. But you have to be that good to play on a like uh, Robert Morris team. So it's like very competitive. How yeah. Do you, do you just get better at video games by like playing them all the time? That might be like a stupid question, but like. Yeah, like practice. Of course, doesn't pra- make everything better. Right, but or is there? I always feel like like do people read like cheats or like find ways they to have like, analysts for that. Really? Yeah, so, like, Robert Morris is kind of, like, I keep saying this just for the clicks, but they're, like, the Bama of eSports. Oh, that's good. They got, like, great resources, and they have, like, all this, like, dedicated staff around it. They're Who former. coached at another yeah. in a professional eSports yes. league and then was really shitty, and then he left. I wouldn't so. say shitty. I'm sorry, Drake, but, <laughs> like, he had a stint in, like, you know, professional scene, and then he's, like, in college scene. Okay. And then like, they got the best recruits. Exactly. So there and you the go. recruits from Texas too. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there are a lot of esports is growing, and yeah. there's a lot of not only like pro athletes who are involved in esports, like Rick Fox. Shout out Rick yes. Fox. He, he owns a team Who's with his still son. Still on Total Fox too. Yes. Yeah. Shout out Rick Fox for yeah. real. Yeah. Um, but Rick, he like owns a team with his son. Yeah. Called and, Echo Fox. Uh, very original. And yeah. then uh, Gordon Hayward. He has his own channel where he, like, live streams himself, like, playing video games. Have you ever watched Gordon Hayward play video yes. games? Is he good? He's really good. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Does it, like, when you watch him play basketball, do you think, yeah. like... Um, yeah, I can see him just being more, like, a... I don't know. Do you have, like, an elevated... wise Yeah, do you have, like, more yeah. or less respect for him knowing that he... What is Gordon Hayward's game of choice? What does he, like, stream? He used to play, like, StarCraft. Now he play like, Hearthstone. Mark Singer can tell you more about it because he usually sneakily plays him during class. Does he really? Shout out to Mark Singer, yes. Wow, Mark, you've been named. Yeah. Name dropped on this. Yes. Um, um, but, yeah, he streams himself, and he actually has, like, sponsorship links. Like, this is, like, what gears that you use, so you can go ahead and, like, click on this and wow. use my promo code and stuff. And it's still, like, last time I checked, still the bio says I play for the Utah Jazz. Oh, wow. Yeah. you got to update that, Gordon. You're, I you're know, on a Gordon. You're on a new team now. But yeah. there's also, like, pro teams and professional team owners who are interested yeah. in getting into esports, too. Like, who are already there. Who are already there. Like, yeah. I know the Warriors... Yeah, of course, has, a war is always going to be They're light years ahead, ahead so yeah. of course they're we're going to be in the, ahead. We're gonna be in the eSports thing. Yeah. But you mentioned Robert Kraft kind of before we started recording, too. Yeah, the Kraft group um, is actually just announced, like, today, and, like, kind of, like, you know, the details were already out yesterday. It's like Overwatch is, like, massive, like, shooter game. It's, okay. like, really colorful. It's, like, normal shooters, but, like, on acid, I would say. Okay. In a good way. Okay. Yeah. Never tried it, but I guess it's in a it's good like way. like that. Um, yeah. So what are what would you say is like the mo- like I hear League of Legends a lot. Like yeah. what is the the most is or rather is there a game far and away that's like most popular? I would say League. League of- so many people play it, but also like the developer and publisher of League of Legends, Riot Games, are like really supportive. Like behind this, I don't think they make money, like profit off this, but then it gets more people to play League of Legends. It's like what they're trying to do. And then what are you mentioned? Overwatch, like that's like by Blizzard is like part of like the biggest you know gaming companies of the world. Okay. Act- Activision Blizzard. 
Um, like Overwatch, they just announced they're gonna do franchising. Okay. As in, like you know, like in like the traditional sports, like there can be only one team in Chicago. But sure. Like, unless there's an expansion, they got Cubs and the Sox. So in this case, like Boston is locked with Craft Group. Okay. And then the New York one is gonna be like whoever owns the Mets. I forgot his name. Tom something. Who owns oh, the Mets? The I don't Mets. Know. I know. Who cares? Jerry Seinfeld. Mets. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or Wale. <laughs> yes. Uh, and think like San Francisco is like uh, the minority owner of Kings. Like he's backing a group. Not Vivek. He's the, ma- is no, he the majority. No, no, it's like Andy Miller. Okay. Like, yeah, and then like whoever owns like Memphis, like they're backing like another. Justin group. Timberlake. I wish. Oh, <laughs> <Al> Green. <laughs> God's famous world fried chicken. Uh, let me see what else. There's also, like, uh, the Miami one. I think that's the one that's, like, by the Miami Heat owner. So it's, like, it all got, like, traditional sports money behind it. And it sounds like a lot of these owners, too, that you've mentioned yeah. are... I mean, anytime you own, like, a, the Miami Heat or, you know, like, an NBA yeah. team or something like that, you're, like, already rich. And the fact that there's yeah. a lot of already very rich people... Getting yeah. involved in this, I think, is telling yeah. of, like, the growth of... Yeah. It's, like, $20 million like, and for just, a franchise buy-in. It's, like, a pocket change And to th- how much... If you're a really good esports player... Yeah. How much can you, like, make a living wage? Can you... Oh, yeah. Have if you're that like, be your only hustle? Like, how much money is the, yeah. like, best League of Legends player in the world making? So, Faker... Okay. Like, this Korean guy, I forgot his, like, actual name. So most okay. people just call him Faker. He had, like, a ESPN Mac, like, cover story by Mina. Okay. Shout out to the goddess Mina. We love you. Mina Kimes, um, we love yes. you. Yes. Um, so... We're doing a lot of shout outs on this pod. I know. What's up with that? Yeah. Rick Fox, Mark Singer, Mina Kimes. Yes. All the same category. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so he had, like, a ESPN Mac cover story. This is, like, 2015, and the title was great. It's, like, Unkillable Demon King. Because okay. he's, like, just so good. Okay. He's, like, really focused. I think he, like, I think he, rumor has it he makes over, like, a million in salary. Wow. A year. From just playing? Yeah. In tournaments? Playing. and Yeah, in tournaments. And he just, I think he won, like, three times of the, like, League of Legends world. So he got, like, tons of, like, you know, tournament win money. He got, like, probably, like, a million from just one tournament. Wow. And also sponsorships. Okay. Yeah, sponsorships. Like, say, if you're just like, hey, I use this headphones. This is why you should buy these headphones, okay. too. Really mess up your hairstyle, but really. <laughs> but these Bose ones will yeah. take your who used Bose's one? Bose is the official headphones of the National Football League. Yeah, that's wh- that's why they're so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ivan, yeah. we both want jobs in sports, so let's maybe. Uh, oh yeah, true. Pipe down with that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm unemployable. We're gonna take a quick break okay. to hear from one of our sponsors, but when we come back, we're gonna yeah. talk a little Big Ten football. What? What? This episode of Cherry Picking is brought to you by Sports Merchandise for Women. Ifan and I came up with this idea together. We're talking about rhinestone and pink jerseys. Look, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't have sparkles on his jerseys, guess what? I don't want them either. How about how women's jerseys and t-shirts are always cut? No matter what size it is, it makes you feel fat. Pro teams, college teams, this is horrible. It's why Ifan swears by getting jerseys in youth extra large. This ad is to tell you, hey, we don't want everything to be pink. We don't need everything to be rhinestone. Just make it normal. Stop being weird. Back to me and Ifan. Okay, we're back. We're uh, back. <laughs> I mentioned um, at the beginning that Ifan went to, and we kind of talked about it too, but Ifan went to Ohio State. The Ohio State. Uh, yeah, she went there. And... Um, <laughs> 
That that what do we call you guys? That school down south? No, you're no, you, that school up you, north. You guys are like that school up north. So it was just like T T U N. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, and we cross out the ands during like that week, like even like. Uh, oh, like John your tweets Hayes and stuff, right? So, Yvonne and I represent the greatest rivalry in college sports. Yeah, Potentially one in, of the greatest in sports. I would in say. sports, yeah, it's yeah. definitely up there. Um, but Yvonne and I both went into the rivalry kind of not coming from different, totally different places, yeah. but also like we're not born into this. Not born into this it. This is we, by choice. It's like, well, and like by constant. assimilation in yes, some way that this is how how we fit in. But I'm really yeah. curious about like. You're 20 years old. Mm -hmm. You're going to Ohio State. Yeah. You've lived in a small, rural Chinese town your whole life. It's not rural. It's just You said rural beaver haircut earlier. Well, I look like I'm from the rural area. (laughs) I look like I I was a corn husker, but, like, I really, like, wasn't. I live in a city. Okay. Yes. You had 80 kids in your class, I guess. We had KFCs. Okay. Okay. I go again. I take it back. But either way, you're coming from from China to the United States to Ohio State and you're kind of born into in some ways this rich um, very American sports culture like what is that like? It was crazy like back in China like college sports is definitely not a thing it's not like people don't play sports in college but it's not nearly as crazy as it is Sure, it's not like a multi-billion dollar industry uh, so I came here and originally, like, whenever they make those, like, videos, like, welcome videos, mm-hmm. you always see the horseshoe. I was like, that looks crazy. That's, like, bigger than most of the stadiums I've ever been, like, in my life. Mm-hmm. I saw, like, the bursiness from outside, you know, like, I was never inside. I was like, this is crazy. It's for school. Mm-hmm. So first day at Ohio State, they didn't even bring us, like, a tour over there, but I just went there by myself. I just kind of walked around outside. I was like, this is crazy that you had this for a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later, like, you just, every Saturday, I noticed because the day that it flew from Chicago to, like, Columbus, half of the plane were, like, people coming from Chicago to watch a football game. Wow. Like, it was, like, Miami, but, like, the Ohio Miami, right. not the one that we cheated out of a <laughs> national championship. Shout out to Mark Singer. <laughs> uh, so... I was just like, these people are crazy. They're literally flying out just for, like, a football game. I didn't know how big it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized the traffic was all jammed up around the stadium. I was like, this is also crazy. So uh, first uh, year I was there, I didn't get an actual game. Uh, but I was, like, very interested. and I Because you're already a sports fan. Yeah. Already into sports. Already into sports. I really liked the basketball team that year. We were really good that year, too. Who played like, that year? John, John Threebler. Uh, <laughs> John Deepler, I'm sorry. Uh, and Jerry Sullinger's freshman year. Okay. We made it to, like, uh, Sweet 16, but we lost to, like, uh, Dark Horse Kentucky okay. by one shot because Willem Buford was, like, just overconfident. Okay. He was trying to do, like, ISO Joe, but he wasn't good. We have, like, two other great, great, like, three-point shooter, and he was just like, I'm going to take this shot, and he missed. And, like, that just concluded the careers of two brilliant seniors. I'm so sorry that happened to them. Shout out, to Shout out to David Lighty. <laughs> uh, so I was, like, pretty mad about that. But, like, basketball was definitely way more interesting the first year to me. Mm-hmm. Also, 2010 was, like, Terrell Pryor happened. Yeah. Just and that's right at the Trestle Sanctions 
Yeah. So this when the season happened, we didn't we heard something about maybe the possibility of incoming sections,、uh-huh. and I just didn't understand. I said, why would she be mad at someone for getting like tattoos and, and like, money? Like, and, yeah. yeah. It's like memorabilia. Like they and earned it's also, it. It's, it's not that like, they stole them. It's also like a very American thing to like have a skill. Yeah. Profit off of it, or like have yeah, a thing.、Exactly. Profit off of it. I saw this. What this country is all about. Apparently not. Well,、right. the NCAA definitely doesn't follow doesn't those rules. It's like, oh, you earn these golden pants that you can't wear outside. <laughs> Hang them in your closet instead of giving them away, and actually have something to pay or. College bills. So, so what is the f- the first Ohio State football game you go to? This was Ohio State hosting Colorado. Okay. Uh, in 2011, and I was very hangover. Okay. From the night before, because it's Ohio State, and、uh, it's it's a Big Ten school, it's and a it's a it's a college. On also, a night. the other thing about Columbus and Ohio, like just to give a little bit of context, this is 2010, so I am old as hell. But <laughs> when I first went to Ohio, it was right after the decision. Okay. So it was like literally one of the most depressing things. At like orientation, they have like Cavaliers people there. Wow. And like I don't even remember who they had as their main people. Definitely not Delonte West. <laughs> like. I forgot who it was. It was like Denzel Gibson or something. Oh my god, that that's was horrible. So sad. And they were like trying to lure people into because Cleveland would have like preseason kind of exhibition games、mm-hmm. or something, like in Columbus, and like nobody wanted to see them. It was like it was like you do one of spinning wheels in, and I got like two tickets. I thought, you know what? There was a cast. I put it on Craigslist, and nobody even <laughs> hit me up. I was like selling them five each, and nobody hit them up. So this is really sad. The only other like. The only pro sports team in Columbus was like Columbus Blue Jackets, who were not good either. So that's why I don't why even know what sport that is. It's hockey, woman. Is that NHL hockey? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well,、um, there you go. Yeah. This is. Well, I don't shout know out to Columbus, Ohio. I don't、again. know anything about the NHL. <laughs> yeah. The Sharks play for my team. I have a T-shirt, but I just, I just know it's like it kind of looks like soccer on ice. That's like how I see.、Hockey. I have such horrible vision. Yeah. I can't see the puck. On TV in HD ever so I I really don't ever、Whatever. watch it. Like I was here for. Did、like、you ever go to a hockey game at Ohio State? No. I never. One of my big Michigan regrets is never going to a Michigan hockey game because、yeah. I know that it's like very exciting and loud, and、yeah. I would probably enjoy it. Okay, but back to your first game football yeah, game at Ohio State. Yeah, I was State. like、so、Colorado. Playing, yeah. I was like very confused about Arusa. Like I didn't learn anything ahead. I watched several Super Bowl games in China, but mostly for the halftime like shows.、Okay. I was like Paul McCartney. Who cares about Kurt Warner? <laughs> like, so I went there and like watched, and I didn't understand how penalty works. So there was that Ohio State penalty five yards. So I thought that was like giving us five yards. Okay. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Like he moved, like he, it's like he flinched, but we're getting five yards. Ha ha ha! People are looking at me as like I'm the most evil person in the world. Like we just lost five yards. Why would you laugh? Um, do you have? Was there a moment for you like during the football season, your first football season at Ohio State, where you were like, like、this、how is, fast were you able to be like, I care about this, I'm into this? I would say that was a rough season. My、right. only season I got season tickets was like the only season where I got like a losing season for like forever. I don't know how. And、long. that was after the trestle sanctions, yeah. Which I remember vividly because that was the only like year. Like your window. That was the only year in recent memory, and I was at this game where、yeah. Michigan beat Ohio State,、yes. and it was because who was your quarterback? 
Braxton Miller. Braxton Miller. Who's playing like and you know, I, you wide guys, receiver now. And you guys had like an interim head coach who wasn't very good. And no, he's a great defensive coordinator. He just doesn't know anything about offense. But Shout out to Look Fickle. But he <laughs> he was not the guy who was going to take Ohio State to the promised land with yeah. all of those NCAA sanctions. But anyway, nice guy. so that was the Formal season that offense. you had. Yeah, like season just, tickets. Yes. Okay. So they should have given us a discount if like all the good players are gonna get suspended. Yeah, they should have. But honestly, like, like, it's still sold out every game. So. Well, and that's that. But I mean, that's part of like the Big Ten culture of like. Yeah. Like my first uh, Michigan football game was against UConn. Yeah. In 2010. Yeah. And I think that day broke a record for some like a tennis record. Yeah, or and it's like 110 thousand plus people and i i mean feeling that many people it's definitely over capacity of the stadium and like a huge hazard and like i just think about like a natural disaster occurring sometimes and like we're all this is gonna look like the coliseum it's like it's just something horrible (laughs) but but being a part and being around that many people like I'm from singing. China. I'm not easily like impressed by crowd size, but I was impressed. <laughs> singing the fight song. I mean, that was very. Yeah. It's very easy. And the marching band. Yeah. It's, I love the marching band. They were doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They would do like the script Ohio. Thing. Yeah. So like I was like that is kind of impressive because you got to play music mm-hmm. and just walk in the same kind of doing the same. I can't thing. do either. So like <laughs> you're I was like very wow. Impressed. See, yeah. I grew up going to a lot of Stanford football games, oh, and their go. band is not like a traditional band. So okay. I was. Like, look at this order. Look yeah. at how many people are here. <laughs> no one's playing the keg. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. But, um, it was a whole fest. It was very festive. Yeah. That's In terms of the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, yeah. I remember um, the summer before I was starting at Michigan, my mom bought me, like, this history of the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry on DVD thing. And I remember oh watching gosh. it with my whole family. And, like... She's trying to pre-brainwash you? Or well, just, like... just being like, Juliana, this is the thing you got to go be a part of now in college. <laughs> which is, like... Like, fuck, lot, fuck getting an education. Like, this yeah. is what I'm here for. I know. But so quickly, I adopted, like, this, like, fuck Ohio State. Yeah, I don't Ohio know them, sucks. But they suck. I've never been to Columbus. I'm never yeah. going. But but for you, was it something, like, quickly adopted that you were just like, I don't, this is yeah. a common enemy? Yeah. I didn't have a mom like that. <laughs> but um, first day on campus, they would give you, like, these, like, orientation packets mm-hmm. for international students, too. So... Like, it was, like, the page where it said, don't be racist. <laughs> like, okay. Don't stereotype people. Like, Hollywood movies are misleading. Okay. There's, like, we're a diverse campus. And the next page is, like, a lot of people that go to Ohio State never seen foreign people in their lives. So just, like, if they look at be you patient. like you're an animal zoo, <laughs> like, you look, I probably look like a panda to them. So, like, be patient with them. Just don't be, you know, just be tolerant of the intolerance, I guess. And then the next page is, like, Michigan sucks. <laughs> So it's like life lessons, important life lessons. Like, don't be racist, don't discriminate, and like if people look at you weird, just smile Deal back. With it. And then fuck Michigan. <laughs> those are all the major food groups, I think. Uh, yeah, those sounds are like, like they have all the bases covered. Those are audiobooks I want my baby to listen when I get pregnant. Like, just like fuck Michigan. Yeah, don't be racist. Like, be nice and fuck Michigan. Okay, those life are principles. Those are kind of the Michigan principles as well, except at the end we say fuck Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Well, Ethan and I are proof that even if we're the biggest rivalry in sports, yeah. we can still be friends. Yeah. I like somebody thinks that like LSU and Alabama, this <laughs> um, is the biggest one. What? Uh, this is a question for you before as we kind of wrap up this topic. But who is oh, no. your yeah. – I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Who is your favorite 
Michigan football player or Michigan alumni who you're like, I enjoy that person. And it can't be me. Okay. Let me think. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Yes. Great pick. Yeah. I did some research. Not like the career part, but just like his personality. Yeah, personality. This is a very pro Jalen and Jacoby podcast. Got to give the people what they want. So shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. I appreciate that. Can I add one note? Just like this is kind of like a what could have been in life kind of thing. Okay. So my first master's degree at Ohio State is education. Yeah. Okay. Like it's a foreign and second language education. So for a while I thought about getting like a PhD in applied linguistics or something similar. Okay. So I went to this grad school fair here in Chicago at UIC Forum. Okay. And I legitimately almost, almost send out an application, which I think I would have been admitted to, is a PhD program in Michigan. Wow. And literally, both me and mission, like, representative, I had to bring it out. I was like, this feels very wrong. He gave me some free potato chips, but I was like, thank you for the potato chips, but this is, like, feeling very wrong because, like, Ohio State first. I was like, I don't want to be in Arbor, like, all five winters and just be like... <laughs> Be the only person on campus wearing for Ohio and gray. You know what? Yeah, I would have got kicked out. You would be ostracized. I would have reported you yeah, to I university know. police. I'd be like, she's got to go. Yeah. I would have the police scanner on me all the time <laughs> just to think. So that's like a what could have been. Wow. I'm happy I chose like two Big Ten schools that doesn't have like a rivalry thing. Yeah, nobody really cares about Northwestern. Yeah, except also, for Northwestern people. Yeah, I guess we're like U of I is like a land of Lincoln kind of thing. Mm. Eh, yeah. Mm. I, I think I should say my favorite Ohio State football players. Yeah. I wrote down Eddie George. Oh, yeah. Did you know that he had, like, a stint on Broadway playing Billy Flynn in Chicago? That's mainly, so Eddie George. That's mainly why I really like him. And then also Ted Ginn Jr. Aw. Dropping passes. Eddie George mostly just, like, kind of dipped a little bit in my heart, just, like, status-wise, because there is, like, an Eddie George grill on High Street right by campus, and it's not very good. Wow. I went on, like, a very awkward first date there, and I was just like, nah. Ted Ginn Grills. Horrible salad. It's probably going to be bad. Horrible salad? Yes. Oh, you, you It was a first date. I, I was, was going to say. I was going to say, you know. Who's going to eat, like, whole rack of ribs on the that's first day? True. That's I true. pre-ate, and by the time I got there, I was like, I'm going to eat a salad. Yeah. I don't eat much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you be a girl. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's it. That's all we've got. Okay. So, so I'm officially a friend of the pod. You're officially a friend of the pod. You yeah. can come back kind of okay. whatever you want. Oh, man. I earned like, a maybe like, spot, spot, but not too often. Yeah, yeah. We got to use you. You can be like my Malcolm Gladwell. I shot my shot. Whatever. Yeah. 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 We can just have email chains and then present them all. Yeah, that sounds yes. good. Okay, okay, cool. So thanks, Ifon. Thanks, Jules. Oh, I almost forgot. Yeah. If people want to follow you, if people are like, oh, my God, this girl on Jules' pod, she's so funny. How do yeah. we follow you on social media? Um, Sure. So please don't go on my Facebook. That's the consensus from everybody who comes on here where I'm like, what's your social stuff? And they're like, don't follow me on Facebook. My Twitter is at ifanwu901. So there's Y-I-F-A-N-W-U. And it's pronounced ifan unless that Starbucks dude who called me Rakim. I'm not a 90s hip-hop legend. My name's Eva. <laughs> they got, but I've gotten, I've said my name is Jules before, and they've yeah. written down Doris. So. Okay. I don't know. Mine they're just like, punking you at Starbucks. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess. That's it's a mobile order. It's printed. If you don't know how to pronounce like Eva, you can mispronounce it. Do you ever use a fake name? Are you ever like Rachel? I used to go by like Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would just be like a Terry making like a resting bitch face at people all the okay, time. I could see it. Well, sh- shots fire at Terry's everywhere. I know a lot of good Terry's, so okay, I can't go. really speak to that. But I really made it up on the spot because I was thinking about Jason Terry. 
That's cool. That I is love cool. that. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Okay, Yvonne, well, thanks for coming on Cherry Picking. Thank you. Talk to you guys later. That's all we have for our show this week, guys. Thanks for listening, and thanks for welcoming me back from my little hiatus. I promise I'll never leave you again. Thanks to Ben Sound for holding it down with the music, as always. Thanks to Horrible Female Sports Merchandise for sponsoring today's episode. And thanks in advance to pro and college teams for ceasing to brand their female merch with rhinestones and glitter. Thanks to Yifan Wu for coming on the show today. Don't add her on Facebook, but do follow her on Twitter. She is at ifonwu901. You heard her on the app. She's hilarious. We'll be back next week with more cherry picking. In the meantime, be sure you're following the show on Twitter and Instagram at cherrypickpod. Like the show on Facebook and follow me, Juliana Allegrotti. I am Family Jewels across all platforms. That's family, G-I-U-L-S. I'll talk to you guys soon.